Welcome to the Offer Letter Podcast, the place where real career coaches and HR professionals prepare you to answer job interview questions. I'm your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano, here to help you get your offer letter. Today's question is, how would you improve our product? Now, have you ever known someone who's always criticizing things? I mean, like, you know that person who thinks that someone needs to lose weight or the color of that shirt isn't nice, or how the server at the restaurant should have smiled more. Now, there's a fine line between constructive criticism and being a jerk, and good companies appreciate the former, and actually, I don't know anyone who would appreciate the latter. But are these interviewers just trying to get your opinion on their product or service, of all places, in an interview? What if you're too critical of the product and then they don't hire you because they don't like your feedback? So then should you just give your honest opinion or say that you have no opinions just to stay safe? So joining me today from the Bay Area to help me improve this episode is Jeremy Schiefling, who is a former LinkedIn employee, and he helps people make the most of the LinkedIn platform through his new book, Linked. So Jeremy, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you here today. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here, Mike. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, so we want to answer the question about how would you improve a product? But, you know, I want to quickly clarify that it might not be a product that people will ask about. You know, it might be a service or a process or, or, or something else. So, first of all, Jeremy, are managers trying to get some free advice? And, like, why would they ask this question? Yeah, it totally seems like almost, uh, hey, give me some free work here before you actually have the job. But here's the reality. You know, all the questions that we usually talk about, behavioral questions, tell me about a time, or just personal questions, tell me about yourself, you know, those are nice, but they don't always put your prior experience in the context of what you can do for the firm. And so when I ask you the question, you know, how would you do this or how would you fix that? I want to start to visualize you actually doing the job because we all know that seeing is believing. And if I can start to imagine you being a product manager, being a salesperson, being an accountant, and doing that job really well for me, then I can imagine giving you that job as well. Oh, and that's that's totally true. Being able to visualize, it really helps in making that decision as well if you are the hiring manager. So Jeremy, what are some tips and tricks to answer this question? Yeah, great question. So it really starts with how do people evaluate interview answers at all? Not just for this question, but for every question. And there's been a lot of research into how humans evaluate each other. And many sociologists believe that it comes down to two dimensions. Number one is competence, number two is warmth. In other words, can you do the job, aka competence, and would I actually wanna do it with you, aka warmth? (laughs) And so the reason I call that out is because so many times the typical answer to a question like this comes across as incompetent and really lacking in warmth. So for example, if I ask you, hey, how would you improve my company's app? And then you just immediately jump in and say, you know, I've got the perfect solution. Your app is too slow for me. I don't like the color scheme. So right off the bat, I'm gonna make it faster and change the colors. Well, think about how that feels to the interviewer. First of all, you've got no organization, no structure, right? You're just kind of rambling, giving stuff off stream of consciousness style. And then number two, there's no empathy for the user, no empathy for the audience or even the company. And so it comes off as really cold. And so that approach is ultimately gonna fail on those critical dimensions. Whereas a much better approach is a structure that I like to call GAPS, G-A-P-S. 
And that stands for starting with a goal. What am I trying to accomplish here for the company? A, who's my audience? What is this audience actually focused on? Um, P, what's their pain? What are they dealing with today that I'm trying to solve? And then S, what's the solution? How can I solve that pain and give them a better life or a better experience? And I think if you take that approach, you're gonna come off as way more competent because you've got this clear structure. And you're also a lot warmer because you're reflective. You're thinking about your users and you're bringing it back to that critical North Star. And those are some great tips, Jeremy, like the competence and warmth and, you know, the goals, advice, pain and solution are gaps. So, you know, sometimes people get this question and then right away they think, oh, yeah, you know what? There's lots of problems with your product. Let me tell you, let me tell you about all the problems with your product, you know, and then they list out all of these things. And then, like you're saying, that they don't have that warmth. They don't have that empathy. How could somebody kind of like hold back or just be aware and maybe like not be that person to give all of that wrong advice? Yeah, such an important question, because I do think that we're so stressed out in the interview room. We're so on edge that we do have this really sort of tight trigger where the minute we're asked a question, we feel like we have to respond immediately. Mm. When in fact, the much savvier, more sophisticated approach is to say, you know what? That's a great question and one that bears a little bit of thought. Do you mind if I take 30 seconds just to jot down some ideas and then I can give you a really well thought out answer? And even though that seems scary because you're like, wait a second, now I'm kind of like freezing the interview, now I'm taking some notes. It shows respect to the interviewer because you're saying you're asking such an important question that I don't want to give you a flimsy uh, answer off the cuff. I want to give you a really well thought out answer that represents my best thinking. And so I think buying yourself that time is the critical first step. Oh, and I love that. You know what? It shows respect as well. What if the, the person who maybe designed that product or is heading up the product is also in the room? You know, it does show that respect that you want to take that time that you want to make sure that you answer this correctly. So Jeremy, why don't you give us an example how you would answer this question? Yeah, and so I'll give this example in the context of a company I used to work for, which was LinkedIn. And one of the questions that I was asked when I was interviewing there was how would you improve LinkedIn's mobile app? And the way that I answered that, as I said, okay, let me take a few moments here just to get organized, just so I can give you my best thinking. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, what is LinkedIn really trying to achieve with its app? Is it about driving more users to the site, engaging those users, driving more revenue? And I can realize from LinkedIn's perspective, it was really all about engagement. You know, people are not gonna download the LinkedIn app the first time they hear of LinkedIn, but they might download it after they decide to really increase their investment with the site. So it's all about engagement, making LinkedIn stickier over time. So that's gonna be my goal. And then I thought about, okay, if that's what we're trying to drive is engagement, who could uh, really engage with this app on a regular basis? And I thought about all the people who use LinkedIn, students, job seekers, marketers, recruiters. And then I was like, aha, the people who have a really good use case for an app, you know, LinkedIn in their pocket, basically, is salespeople. They're the ones who are flying around the world, at least pre-pandemic, and walking into sales meetings, and they need to know what's going on when they step into those meetings. So they're the folks who could really engage with this. So that's my audience. And then I was like, hmm, I've never been a salesperson myself, but I can imagine what it would feel like to walk into a sales presentation and not know who your, your prospective clients are. 
Like who are these decision makers around the table? What do they care about? So maybe if that's their pain point, the possible solution is, what if we notify them 30 minutes before they walk into any meeting based on their phone's calendar with a quick little dossier of who's gonna be in the meeting and all the things you have in common? So instead of walking in cold, you say, hey, nice to meet you, Sarah. I see that you and I both went to Waterloo. Hey, Joe, great to meet you. Um, I understand that you're really focused on driving more revenue for your company. That's your role. We're going to be talking about that a lot today. And you can imagine how that solution is speaking not just to a generic need, but a specific pain that salespeople are feeling today and ultimately ladders all the way back up to that engagement piece that's so critical for LinkedIn, the company. And that's such a great methodical way to put together this answer with the goal, the audience, examining the pain points and coming up with a solution. And it comes together nicely to present well and to show that this is a good way, a good suggestion that you can use for how to improve LinkedIn's mobile app. You know, if it was me, I got to tell you this, if this was me, I would be that guy like, well, let me tell you this. (laughs) This is what I would do for your app. So remember to take that time, take that 30 seconds and be more like Jeremy, be less like Michael. <laughs> so Jeremy, here's a cool thing about you. You've got lots of things on the go and your, your specialty is really in LinkedIn. So why don't you tell us a little more about yourself and how people can learn more about what you do? Yeah. And I've got actually a pretty funny career, to be honest, Mike, because I started out my career as a kindergarten teacher. I went to work for LinkedIn later on. And now I work for Khan Academy. So I've been really all over. I hope that gives all of your listeners faith that, you know, if they're wandering in the career wilderness, that there is a promised land out there. You will get there eventually. Um, to help you get there faster, you know, I actually just wrote a brand new book called Linked, which is about conquering LinkedIn, getting your dream job, owning your future. And it's really all about how to take advantage of these tools from um, figuring out, you know, how to get recruiters to find you on LinkedIn all the way to preparing for interviews on LinkedIn, which you can now do with a brand new tool. And so for folks who are interested, you can learn more about that at thejobinsiders.com, where we talk about the book, we have a LinkedIn profile grader, all these resources to get you started. You know what, LinkedIn is such a great way to find a job. And you know, there's no one better to talk about LinkedIn than the person who was working there at LinkedIn and also passed the interview on how to improve You know, how would you improve a product, especially the mobile app of LinkedIn? So we'll have all of those links in the show description. So make sure that you do check out all of those things. So, Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the show today. I learned a lot. Oh, it was totally my pleasure, Mike. I just want to wish all of your listeners tremendous success out there as they prep for interviews, as they walk into those stressful situations, and they ultimately crush it because they're coming in with a really thoughtful approach that wows the person on the other side of the table. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. My name is Michael Manzano, knowing soon that you will get your offer letter.